0: Welcome to Sadcast, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 41. I'm your host, Pamela Roonis, designer and co-publisher of the physical magazine, SadMag. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'm recording this early because I'm on holiday this week. Tomorrow morning, I'll be getting on a plane, and to be honest, I have not packed, and I have lots of things yet to do. So we're just going to jump... Right into my conversation with the lovely and talented Caroline Ballhorn. Caroline is an artist and an art facilitator and one half of the Tin Can Studio. And actually something I didn't talk to her about in the interview is that she's an official backup singer for Frazy Ford, which is just so cool. And I can't believe we didn't get around to it. So sorry, guys. But anyway, here's our convo. (coughs) Oh, are you interesting? Okay, let's get on the podcast. Oh, you're crazy. Even better than interesting. Yes. Crazy. No, you're not crazy. I actually, I was talking about you with someone else recently and we're like, Caroline's the coolest person we know. Yeah. Wow. That's not true. Come on. No, it's pretty true. You've got a very good like aura about you. Oh. Yeah. Very chill. Very nice. I can't imagine you being an asshole. You know, some people. Yeah, you're like
1: pfft, sometimes you're dickish and you're just nice to me because you're my friend. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like how people think about me. <laughs> 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 but no, we we like you, um, and yeah, and in a know you're like uh, kind of a multi-talented artist and you're a lady about town. Yep. Yeah, so I figured you'd be probably pretty cool to talk talk to. I
1: have a lot of opinions about things that don't matter that much, so
0: cool I want to h- know all of them yeah okay uh how about opinions on our choir that's how we met yeah Kingsgate Chorus it is awesome I
1: remember talking to someone a long time ago who was like she was like sometimes I get embarrassed because I feel like it's like
0: the dorkiest thing ever and then I'm like no I never feel that way never I know. ever me neither yeah it's cool you just wish you're in our choir I mean come on yeah. wouldn't you yeah, we look like we're having too much fun to for it to be lame, don't you think? Yeah,
1: I think it's just cute. And I feel the same way when I see the other choirs. I was like, they're so
0: cute. <laughs> just so adorable. They're having y- fun times. And like, you can't really hate on that many people having no. a good time. No. You can't. Um, also, what is adorable? <coughs> and what I was reminded of today when I was just looking you up because I always uh, do a Cursory Google <laughs> yeah. on all of my guests um, was the pie championship, which is no longer. You used to yeah. do this um, annual pie, uh, what is it, incredible pie championship? Mm-hmm. And it was at the house you lived at because it had a great yard. And now you no longer live there and it doesn't happen. Is that why? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I live very close by, so
1: it could happen. Mm. Again, it's just that, like, the. House that was like the anchor of it it has just been recently sadly renovated, and there's it's sad because it was a big community house that existed for like over 20 years, oh so man. it's sad. And there's no
0: one e- even in there, it's just what a it's just empty.
1: There's some kind of scandal with the landlord, I don't really know. He just like is shady,
0: don't they know like all the amazing things that happened there and all the people that would come there and eat pie and do art and.
1: I think maybe as a property owner, it's not like really your focus. <laughs> 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 like how many people use the bathroom and like mm. wear shoes in your nice house or whatever. But
0: then it's empty, which is such a shame. I mean, that, yeah. well, that's a thing happening all over the city.
1: I think uh, the buyer backed out
0: last minute. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks for mm. everybody, doesn't it? All right. Well, whatever. So no more pie for now. Well, we have talked about reviving it
1: in some other capacity but there's sort of like things to balance you know like there's something really nice about it not being like a sponsored event that's like a you have to pay lots of money to be in it or blah blah like it was kind of scrappy and i think that was what was kind of charming about it oh for sure but then jenny and i who were running it also are in a business together and we're like less and less excited about doing projects that are a lot of energy just for free Mm. (laughs) you know as you get older you're kind of like so, like that's exactly what we do for our job. Yeah, we would get paid money to do that rather than spend the money.
0: Right. I mean, and I went. Well, could you charge more? Maybe. Like maybe. I mean, it's hard to say. Like it's a. It needs to be balanced. Like we need yeah. to figure it out. We have
1: talked about a couple different locations that would work. Mm-hmm. That could work. That are secret still because we haven't confirmed anything but we have talked about bringing it back
0: that's exciting yeah and so that was like under the umbrella of uh the association of very good ideas yeah tell me about that
1: that is sort of a made-up association yep. was an article artist collective with three of us but now there's just two of us jenny so it's funny because it's the same person that i collaborate with yep. on tin can studio jenny yep. lee craig yeah wonderful human and the only lady in the man section in our choir yeah she's she's representing Representing. so now it's like
0: gentlemen i mean
1: lower voices
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta modify
1: right yeah you do um yeah so it's sort of i guess a place where we do projects that aren't don't really fit under tin can studio or just for ourselves or just for fun or yeah we did a residency sort of like we're like presented by the association of very good ideas and tin can studio oh hilarious the same yeah yeah the same people basically for roundhouse and we did like good idea lab because it kind of fit yeah
0: but yeah yeah well that's fun how okay so tin can studio started as um your grad project so you took this uh airstream what is it it's Streamline. streamline yeah like what's a different I don't I know mean, it's a different company so it's okay whatever the knockover yeah knockoff Canadian <laughs> version of the, <laughs> the Airstream, Airstream. <laughs> and it's cute it's like 20 feet long or something yeah um, and you you guys did it as like well you can explain it ba- but basically like a mobile art studio kind of started that way and then now it's mm-hmm. many more th- things tell me about that
1: yeah it started with um, uh, an industrial designer that I met at Emily Carr Brody Kitchen And we wanted to collaborate across departments and like do this, basically like make this space that could be an art space that wouldn't, we couldn't get evicted from. That was the idea really, because we were like all these amazing spaces were closing and we were, um, there had just been an announcement about like 50% of the arts grants being cut and we were just graduating and it was like kind of a stressful time to be like, oh, I guess I picked this awesomely productive degree that i can use now yeah
0: okay yeah so went from that project to now you you kind of like not rented out but you facilitate like things like maybe turning it into a place to have a dinner or dj booth or like whatever activation is right for
1: people yeah it's like we basically got to a point a couple years ago we were like we have to have a business model for this because we were do it, running it how you would run things if you're in art school where you're just like let's just make it happen awesome yeah. and then you're like wait a minute i have to pay my rent now yeah. that's yeah. a thing um so we sort of like made it formally into a business uh and then we've been sort of pushing it in a couple different directions like letting it like acknowledging i guess what worked really well in the kind of experiments that we did in the past like doing Like, what we call creative community engagement, like, outreach kind of stuff with galleries and museums and, like, street-level interventions where, you know, kind of disrupt people's days a little bit. And then also, always, we were getting requests to, like, can I just, like, rent this? Or, yeah, so then we were, like, maybe we could, maybe weddings would be a good thing to do, you know? yeah. You know? So And so we've been doing some of those. We don't, like like talk about them as much uh, except if they're very beautiful photographs which we often get back and stuff but um yeah yeah so we do that and we do special events and we kind of just it's sort
0: of like a tool that we use to be able to do like pitch creative projects and
1: get to do them
0: yeah you've done some cool workshops um was that shibori workshop part of it? yeah we didn't
1: bring the trailer but we we do all kinds of things sort of like under that name right with yeah. or without the trailer yeah depending on if it'll physically fit or be able to right go to there exactly yeah
0: how do you bring it around we
1: have a truck okay it's a giant vehicle which i've never ever thought of my whole life i would ever have yeah it's very funny to me um yeah it's just like a big truck which we bought which uh we can pull it around and sometimes i put plywood in it and that
0: around. That's awesome to be able to have a truck. I many times I've wished I had one for yeah. one reason or another, but it's, you know, like annoying. Yeah, to have for all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz where do you par- Yeah, where do you park the tin cans? Well, studio?
1: luckily we have an awesome kind of brick and mortar studio that came with uh parking spots. The so rattle. The rattle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were one of the first tenants there uh, in kind of our shared space. And so we kind of claimed one of those spots as the first renters. Awesome. So when we're not using it, we can have it in there, which is awesome because we've learned the hard way that you can't just have a trailer on the street.
0: No, you really can't. You really (laughs) can't. They'll give you a big ticket. Yeah, they will, they will get you. But if it's
1: attached to a car, you can really, yeah. What? You just have to be able to pull it away in an emergency, I think, which is their,
0: Mm. can you push pushing it away is not
1: that's a very heavy thing with no brakes on then if you do that
0: that would be hard oh that's how that man died well it wasn't a trailer well now i'm just getting off topic but (laughs) do you remember that actor did you ever see green room this is recent Uh, what else is he in he's like this young kid he's really young and he like somehow like the brakes in his car failed and he like parked on a hill he went to like open his door and it like rolled back on (gasps) and he died this is a real bummer (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i've had nightmares of the trailer just rolling down
1: a hill and crushing a family
0: you gotta keep your eyes peeled i don't know if you've ever seen the sopranos but there's a brutal like in the last episode um this man okay this man is in a car with his wife and like kids and then he gets shot and then he's like out of the car And then he falls down. And then his wife gets out of the car, and she's freaking out. And then the car rolls over him and Ah. smash and just mushes his face. Ah. And then I think another car might drive over. It's awful. That's a bummer. I hate (laughs) when that stuff happens. (laughs) I hate it. Okay. Well, sorry to take it there. It's
1: okay. It's good to know what could happen.
0: Just check those brakes.
1: Yeah, and we have this new thing where we can actually maneuver it a little bit, which we are really into. It's called the Trailer Valet.
0: Oh, tell me about that. Those in
1: the towing community will be impressed by this tool, which is like basically a little wheel with a crank Uh and a chain and a brake so you can manually crank the trailer forward or backwards on a flat surface. So smart. Yeah. It's been a real game changer for us. Did you invent this? No, no, no. We purchased it from a marine towing Uh, place. Smart, But the infomercial is
0: pretty funny. Is that how you got it? You were just watching TV well, and you we're saw like, "Oh, uh, like there's got to be a product for this thing that we always have to do." <laughs> You're like the person in the infomercial. I'm there's like, got to uh, be a better
1: way. Yeah, like what would happen is someone's face would get rolled over, you know, like when they're like <laughs> making a pizza and they can't like get it out of the microwave, they're
0: like, "Oh, it's too hot." <laughs> you know, and they're like, wah, wah. Yeah, but it's someone's face. Getting yeah. rolled over. I hate
1: when that happens Aww. when your trailer gets away from you and rolls over your, your someone's face.
0: Uh, I hate it. That's why we got it. That's a good good plan. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. the rattle is a shared space with how many other people? There are f- I, let me think. one two three six uh
1: six other studios other than ours.
0: And you guys have lots of like events there. Like how does that go? Are people like, Oh, I don't really want you to have a party when all my like art and stuff is luckily here.
1: people everyone has a door that can lock okay. so if you're not into it you can just close and lock your door okay um yeah
0: yeah because you guys have lots of like are they underground jobs? okay well, yeah. sh- Never. But those don't what no <coughs> no there's no parties mostly have.
1: meetings really long meetings where With we music, evaluate and music and <laughs> you know
0: taste test
1: taste test different kinds of drinks yeah you know
0: yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, what projects are you working on right now, art wise? Or workshops in the works? Yeah. Um,
1: we are, we have a couple things. So we're sort of the residents and artists with this really cool feminist lecture series called Emma Talks.
0: Oh, where's that?
1: It's through, sort of through SFU. It's sort of started by these two awesome women, Corinne and Carla. Uh, whose last names I do know, but I'm, I'm forgetting right now. But I could maybe you could post a link somewhere. I can post a link. They're great. It's basically a uh, lecture series uh, where women identified writers, thinkers, activists can come and do like a monologue, and it's very open ended. Um, and instead of doing a question and answer, which they thought is like quite a, like a patriarchal model they ask artists to do like a creative intervention so that the audience has a place to like ask those questions or contribute or hmm. be thoughtful about what's going on um or just like some kind of creative response and so we've
0: done two of them so far and then we've got two more oh awesome yeah what's so what kind of talks are like what kind of conversations are happening yeah so it's at
1: um well that a few and the last like they're mostly they're around um, all kinds of things. Really, it's different different women's experiences. There a lot of academics come and speak about uh, things like intersectionality and uh, like in their own practice. Like you know, obviously with like I'm being very general, but mm-hmm. they're trying to think of like like Carmen. I don't want to say her last name because I'm afraid I'm going to mispronounce it.
0: Okay, that's cool. Just cut
1: this out, okay okay <laughs> and then have like a someone overdub the name <laughs> <laughs> with the proper carmen yeah miranda no, no, no. it's not that <laughs> yeah Aguirre maybe okay carmen. anyway she's a a playwright and a writer and an activist and she talked a lot about um the lack of representation of women of you know, women of color in theater mm-hmm. you know i don't know they're they're basically monologues they can speak up whatever they want to yeah. And so we have done a couple sort of interactive art projects with them. And then we're d- the last one that we started to do was in before the election results in the U.S. Oh, interesting. And we were thinking a lot about protest and resistance and that we were getting more politicized generally because of what was going on. And so we were like, well, maybe we could weave, kind of like make a protest banner and like crowdsource what it says. Oh, I saw this online. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So that's what we did last time but then obviously like the climate has shifted a lot so we're feeling like much more like before we were kind of like a little bit cagey about like well what does the text say like I don't know like what's it for like what specifically are we resisting and it's like they're everything and now it's obvious it's like yeah so (laughs) yeah so we're shifting it a little bit for this next one which is on February 28th um some really awesome indigenous ladies are speaking and I should know that. See that I should. I should have like brought notes. Don't
0: worry about it. You but can I'm, tell me. Kenny
1: Star is one of the uh, speakers, and she's a musician. Oh, that's amazing. And the other woman, I forget her name because I don't. I'll, I'm sure after she speaks, I'll be like, never forget her.
0: But I N- hashtag never forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I don't. I sound so dumb. No, you don't. It sounds like you know a lot of people. There are a lot of moving parts to yeah. this. It's hard to.
1: The first and last names I gotta remember? First
0: and last are. And their ideas. And why. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So on your uh, LinkedIn, um, you call yourself a facilitator. Yeah. Which I think is like the perfect word for you because you are facilitating all these awesome things to happen and all these people coming together. It's Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty cool. And I feel like you are the type of person that knows like everyone in the city. I know every person, yes. I feel like you know most people. Like, most people know who you are. I know some people. You you. I don't know. You know. As I
1: get older, I feel more of a shut-in. So, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah. You're popular. Just forget it. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: exhausting. (laughs) All my public,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What was, like, a really memorable, like thing that you facilitated or made a workshop of or participated in hmm
1: there have been so many like i well the other i'll talk about the other thing that we're doing right now too we're working with a democratic school in north vancouver called windsor house although they're no longer in north vancouver they're sort of scattered okay because they lost their physical campus so we're one of their sort of like educational hubs cool so that's cool. That's always an interesting thing that we have to facilitate. And it's working with, with youth and kids, which is not something we always do with, but which is something that people who are just approaching our project, assume that that's what we are. Oh, that's funny. They're Like, Oh, it's like for kids birthday parties. Like every time.
0: No. And I'm like, I'm
1: like, mm, I mean, if you pay us enough money, we can definitely do that. Yeah.
0: Whatever. <laughs> we could be whatever you want. Yeah.
1: In a way. Yeah. <laughs> way. Um, yeah, so that one's interesting, especially because the way that it's set up is very like it's really not like your traditional school so the kids aren't necessarily like trained to be obedient to an adult oh. and be like and be like afraid of you like I was when I was oh in public no. school. They're so they're really like when you get them excited, they're they buy in a lot, which is awesome. But also they have the option to just not participate.
0: Oh, that's tough.
1: So you're like, I prepared this really awesome thing that I thought about. And like, now we're going to do it. And they're like, no, thanks. And you're like, okay, I guess we're all going to run into the woods. I'll do that, I guess.
0: Oh, well, you got to be flexible, I guess. You do.
1: It's cool, though. Like, it kind of makes you really think about selling what you're doing.
0: Yeah, because they'll be like, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah.
1: And if it's fun, they'll do it, you know. But if they would rather do something else, that's also okay, which is... I guess.
0: Do you think way. that prepares them for life?
1: Mm, yeah. Really? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like say too many negative things about it. I think it's a cool,
0: Yeah. you know,
1: I've got maybe off, off the record. We could talk about other thoughts <laughs> about it, but I mean, I, I feel like to some degree, I mean, I know I think it's cool because I, I, you I can know. follow what your interests are and get really into it. Whereas in a normal public school, you wouldn't yeah. have time to do that.
0: It's w- interesting because, like, you'd want to say, yeah, when you're young is when you should be following those instincts and just, do." I mean, maybe it's too serious because it's probably just, like, it's a fun art thing. And we shouldn't, like, put too much yeah. into it. But, like, you know... If you do that only, then like, what happens when you're old and you have to do something that you don't want to do? Yeah, because that's just what part of being in society is. It's it's this is a very I col- mean this it's com- it's,
1: it's it's complex. And I think I think the first time that we did the program, which was a couple of years ago, we did a program with them called Coy Wolves. Part of it is that we were working with our friend who's an educator, and her focus is like outdoor education. And so a lot of the kids were there because they wanted to just like run around in the woods you know they Mm -hmm. weren't necessarily like the art kids which is what we're finding we have more of now like they're like i want to draw and like before we'd be like let's draw they'd be like no i can't really draw that good Mm -hmm. you know and we'd be like oh really i love drawing okay okay you don't want to do that okay you know so it hasn't been a it's not like it's been i don't want to paint it it's like it's been like a really challenging project but i just like it's always like a little bit mysterious what's going to happen which is kind of cool
0: yeah yeah Yeah. you got to roll with it yeah that's good that's a good experience for you yeah yeah. and they're
1: fun kids and they're really yeah they're super awesome and surprising
0: do would you prefer working with kids and adults do you think
1: no i like working with adults better yeah yeah because i think it's funnier when adults who say they're not creative get tricked into being creative ah. we well everyone's creative i know but a lot of people are just like i i'm not an artist i'll just sit here and like because it, we found like the trailer is so cute that people want to be in there but they feel like they wouldn't necessarily like do a thing, but sometimes I'll just sit there and end up talking to someone or talking to us and then they'll be like, okay, I'll try, I'll try it.
0: You know? And then it's like,
1: awesome. And then it's like, you did it. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Don't even worry about it.
0: Yeah. You try it. It's so tough. It's like almost like people that don't consider themselves creative just have this very large inner critic. Yeah. I mean, we all do, we all do, but maybe it's, do you think it's just bigger in people that aren't, not or they just
1: yeah i mean it's like anything it's like you know i could be like oh i'm i don't do science like i'm not a scientist like i you know where Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i think it's like wherever you chose to like you kind of made that decision earlier in your life about what you're good at and what your thing is
0: right i guess so i don't know it's so tough because like i mean i would always be like i'm not a math person but i don't think any amount of wishing would make that so or trying so i guess i don't know creativity is a little different yeah (laughs) Yeah. No. There
1: are some people that, as you probably have come across in your work, who really don't have an eye. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, you can't just be like, I'm going to be a
1: designer. Yeah. If you have no skill at it, you know, or no it's tough. eye. You
0: can learn a lot. Um, and then there's still a job for you. There's still something you can do in the field. But, you know, some people are just better than others. But then then that gets into that big conversation about taste. Like, right. who says? Who says what's good? I mean, I... Feel very strongly about what's good and not. Yeah. Then I often catch myself. Well, you know, what makes my opinion so much?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: It's hard. It's hard because it's like, well, I did like go to school for it, and I do do it all the time. You'd think that would make you an expert, but creativity is such a slippery thing, and it's so subjective. I don't know. I think there's a big difference between.
1: Creativity as an idea and like the end result, yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like,
1: sure. and skill and like taste, and there are people like, and I, am it's always surprising when I meet people who are like, I don't care about music, I just listen to whatever. I'm nope. like, what? No, nope. I can't know you. Is that a thing? And I like, know people you. <laughs> are like, I occasionally meet people like that, and I I'm know. like, you know, so maybe it's like that. Kind of thing where people are just like, yeah, that looks good together, and you're just like, no, like, right, it no, doesn't. It doesn't it's at like, all. but you don't
0: really care, so yeah, does it? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you meet people that do care, but it's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you hear that? That's me. I'm just started panting, like, scratching. <laughs> My <laughs> cats really love you
1: today. Yes, I'm I sorry. Like that.
0: Oh
2: god.
1: Um. Yeah, I think okay. Thinking about creativity and okay, because like I feel like that's really what we do like we and we're more interested in the space that gets created especially in the trailer like I feel like it's this weird discovery that we found is that people are drawn to it they want to be in there it's like a clubhouse they end up telling us things really personal things or like like we I remember when we were building it at Emily Carr like we would have teachers come out and like sit there and be like sweet and then they would tell us crazy stories about when the 70s at emily Carr. tin can
0: confessional you know
1: because because people feel like it's like safe and it's like contained and like we were all like that seems to always happen like whether we're at like a wedding like it's like a place where you can go and like sit down and like have a more private conversation with someone but Mm -hmm. i'm just like standing over at the other (laughs) side (laughs) you know all the secrets well it's nice to see that people like it's, it's almost like that space between people where people who maybe wouldn't know each other before are both in this cute thing and they're doing something side by side and then they might have a conversation, which mm. is sort of like the magical cool thing that happens with almost all the projects that we do when we're using the trailer. And one w- and so we've kind of been thinking over the years of like how we can like use that amazing kind of like intangible thing in those projects. and one that worked really well was when we, we partnered with a uh, grad student from SFU Tara Mahoney and she is studying like how like creativity and activism can intersect and like she did basically together we designed this sort of intervention around the federal election called Creative Publics. Cool. And the idea was we were going to move the trailer and this whole setup with these big letters that say vote. And create an activity that's like nonpartisan, but had like using like a collage, and these like pre-cut postcards to create like some kind of expression of how you're feeling about the election. So it wasn't like who are you voting for, but there mm-hmm. were there were these sheets um, that we created that were kind of like icons about like healthcare and like all these issues you could be concerned about that people could cut out and rearrange however they wanted and create. Amazing. a little collage that they would kind of display kind of like as a, and it was different based on the location and the people that came. But what was really cool is that, so you have all these people who are just have just been walking by. They don't know each other sitting around a little table doing this thing. That's a pretty low barrier activity. Cause it's like, you don't have to draw, you don't have to like, you're just mm-hmm. cutting and pasting. And then the conversations, because it's about the election it was like so intense, like with Any Harper, fights? like, it was no fights, but interesting, semi heated discussions with people who had really unexpected opinions mm. about who they were going to vote for. Like a lot of residents from the downtown east side who were who were going to vote for Harper because of because of jobs. Like I was just like, that don't make no sense, oh, no. you know. And then there was this really interesting guy who came, who I think had come to Canada from the U.S. and was trying to apply for a refugee status as a U.S. citizen because he was wow he was black and he felt he was like he felt that it was unsafe for him to be in the U.S. and he had Shit. this really like interesting thoughtful like case and we would never would have met him if we weren't just available to chat and be there so mm-hmm. it was just like so many interesting perspectives and like there was that cool thing where people spoke to one another who didn't who might have totally different views. And we're doing a shared thing Like that was really cool
0: You should do that every election I know Oh, that's so smart Mm -hmm. I love it Okay, so this episode is gonna go up I think on Valentine's Day And uh, just wanted to know if you have any special nice words For your fellow creative folks in the city
1: Don't let the fuckers get you down But I mean that's like a catch-all You can say that anytime
0: Anytime And Mm -hmm. I do Mm Mm-hmm
1: um, I don't know keep working it's hard to be a creative person in the city
0: it's yeah. hard it's expensive yeah it's hard for everyone and I think like that's I don't know that's something I'd like to impress on people and it's I don't know I don't know any creative people that aren't doing many jobs yeah
1: I think uh, I would like to see more just like cross-pollination and more casual ways for creatives to Encounter one another and be inspired by each other. Like, I feel like that's something when I go to other cities, it's easier to find. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it's, I'm not sure why, like you can stumble across like an art opening. Uh, That's like, like maybe, what am I trying to say here?
0: Just feel closed off. Yeah. And that is like the little pockets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You really got to know. I feel like it's taken me so long. And you know, I've been here since, like, 2005? Yeah. Like, that's a long time to, like, only now finally feel like I yeah. know what the fuck is going on.
1: It's hard. It's hard. I think it th- there's many reasons. I think everything needs to be a little bit more formal because, like, one, I think people have just less time to be like, I'm just going to do a fun thing that's not for money. Mm-hmm. Or, like, offer my space for people to come and just hang out and, like, make stuff. Like, I feel like there was more of that maybe, maybe I'm just, like feeling nostalgic for like diy days and like <laughs> you know like seam rippers and all these like amazing like craft yeah. collectives that used to exist oh my
0: god i remember that yeah and i went there and i didn't even know what it was i mm-hmm. think eily invited me yeah eily was part of it yeah and i was like i just i just like one of the only people i knew here because yeah. we went to high school together which oh, is really? funny yeah oh yeah and she like I think wrote down the address like on a scrap of paper when I saw her. Eileen's
1: one of the coolest people.
0: Oh, true that, right? Totally. And so nice.
1: So nice and so awesome. Yeah. So helpful. Willing so to drive you around.
0: It's so nice. So nice. She, I know. She's great. Love her. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking with me That's today. That's it? That's it. Easy okay. peasy, Lemon Squeezy. Yeah. And now I'm going to play a song. Maybe I'll be hearing live right as we speak, since I'll be seeing the lovely Jonathan Richman in L.A. on Valentine's Day, just to get in that brag. He's not local, as I'm sure you know, but I'm playing you this particular song because it always makes me feel better if I'm having a shitty day, and I'd like you to consider it my Valentine's to you. Here's The Morning of Our Lives by Jonathan Richman.
2: got no faith in yourself, it bothers me now to watch you, you got no faith in your own self, you listen more to your friends, than to your own heart inside, well you listen to them. got nothing to be afraid of you're not as bad as you think and you're always putting yourself down down. but i'm just gonna tell you that i like you darling you always put yourself down but i like you that's all i came to say Then there's no need To think that other people can do things better than you can do them Cause you got the same power in you I got faith in you Sometimes you don't have it in yourself But I got faith in you And our time is right now Now we can do anything we really want to The time is now, here in the morning of our lives. And it ain't just me who thinks so, dear. I ask my friends. Now, Leroy and Asa and D-sharp, tell her not to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Tell her it's okay. Tell her it's all right. It's all right, it's all right. Bring it down. And our time is now. We can do anything we really believe in. Our time is now here in the morning of our life. I want to say a little more. Dear, I asked Leroy and a D-sharp and a said, Yeah, yeah. Don't you love her too? Yes, we do. Then tell her she's OK. You're OK. That's right, You're Dion. Okay. You're all right. Tell her she's all right. You're all right. You're all right. That's right. You're OK, dear. There's nothing to feel inferior about. You can do it. And our time is now. We can do anything you really believe in. I know it. Our time is now. Here in the morning of our lives. Give me one more. Give me one more. Our time is right now. You can do anything you set your heart on. We're in the morning of our lives. We're young now. Right now is when we can enjoy it. Now's the time for us to have faith in what we can do. No need to fear. Cause now's the time to have faith in what we can